hormone optimization therapy. What is it? Well, it's a question that not everyone wants to ask, um, but it is a question that everyone seems to have. And so for that reason, we brought back Dr. Doug. Uh, he is with Optimal Human Health. We've had him on a previous episode talking all about osteoporosis. Today, we're going to talk about hormone optimization therapy. It's a really informative episode. Yeah, he has brought he brought out some things today that uh, you know we didn't know about or or had never talked about ourselves, and so it really does affect a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. So um, I think it's it worth worth giving uh, twenty minutes of your time just to kind of understand how it works. Also, by the way, we do have a blog written on this as well. Go to the website, which is pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. Also, if you are listening and you think, hey, I wouldn't mind having a conversation with uh, Raiden and Merce about their retirement plan uh, on the web as well, you can schedule a call with us. It's at the top right-hand corner. Our calendar comes right up and you can schedule a, a, a no-obligation, uh, complimentary phone conversation with us. Um, also, if you're listening to us, we would love to get your feedback. So if you're listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, please follow us. Please write us a review. We certainly would appreciate it. It is very, very helpful to us. But before we get into this episode, we have to do a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to Secure Your Retirement Podcast. Uh, we now uh, are so excited to have back a, a guest that we had previously on episode 166, Dr. Doug, who is a optimization, health optimization physician. And we talked at that and episode 166 was all about how to deal with osteoporosis, how to prevent it and how to reverse it potentially. And so we thought, man, it was such a, a great episode. We asked Dr. Doug, would he come back and talk to us again? So thank you so much for coming back and having another discussion with us today. Thanks uh, for having me back. It's great to see you guys again. Great, great. So there's a lot of different things that you deal with and in and, and your practice and how you help individuals. And one of the things that we had in a, in a discussion with you last time uh, was we said, what are some of the things that we that we could discuss? And we were looking at different topics. And one of the things that kind of came up and you were describing it to us as like one of those topics that everybody wants to know about, but nobody really wants to ask about. And that's really this idea of hormone optimization and how do we, how do we deal with these different things that happen as we get older? Um, and maybe, you know, some of it is things that we don't really want to talk about, but the reality is it's happening. So how do we, how do we deal with it? So could you kind of just, when we use the word hormone optimization therapy, could you kind of say, well, what is that? And how does it apply maybe to men? How does it apply to women? And then we can kind of walk that through. 
Yeah, uh, thanks for that that lead in. That's actually really well said. And this is something that I find that people really want to know about. They're afraid to talk to, you know, whether it be primary care, OBGYN. Um, it's often not brought up uh, because it just is something that is so controversial. And that's really become that way over the last couple of decades, uh, which is unfortunate because it is something that everybody will deal with. All men predictably will have a decline in their, their main sex hormone, which is testosterone. And women have a precipitous decline in all three sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So it is something that we will all deal with as we age, if we are fortunate enough to live long enough for that to happen. Um, so then the question is, what do you do about it? Um, and, and that's a discussion that everybody should have, but you should have that discussion knowing what the risks and the benefits are uh, with the current literature. And that's really where things uh, fall through the cracks is because a lot of physicians are not up to date on the traditional, I'm sorry, on the current literature, but have been trained in the traditional literature, which when we were all, most of us that are physicians now was around the time when there was a big pullback on hormone replacement therapy. So a lot of us that are in practice are still thinking with that that old dogma of the literature that said that it's very dangerous and the, the benefit doesn't outweigh the risk. Uh, but that's been, um, that thought has been changed in the realm of people that are actually doing it on a regular basis. So what are, what are, I guess, some of the, the signs or some, someone that doesn't really know what hormone optimization is, or someone who just feels like, Hey, maybe this is just part of the deal. As we get older, we get a little bit more tired and things start to change. What are some of the signs that would trigger someone to say, oh, maybe I should talk to my physician about this um, and see if everything is kind of working the way it should be, or, or should I, you know, start looking at optimizing uh, some of these different genetics? Yeah, I think it's, uh, we, we look at a lot of these signs of aging as normal, you know, and I think it's it's a little bit different for women than for men because for men the the loss of testosterone is usually pretty gradual and so it's kind of slowly over time you lose the benefit of the hormone and i'll talk about what that does but for women it's it's precipitous as they go through menopause usually it's you know their hormones fall off of a cliff and so that's why they get symptoms of menopause um, and there's a discussion of hormone replacement for those symptoms but there are also a lot of other potential benefits too and so the symptoms that men would feel, um, and this can even happen long before, you know, the same age time as, as menopause in women um, and men, this can happen in their you know, 40s and 30s. And I've even seen it in men in their 20s. Um, and we're seeing this uh, average decline of testosterone in men. And the problem with that is that we, like I said earlier, testosterone will, will slowly go down as we age. Uh, we can talk about whether or not that's normal, but when the starting point gets lower and lower, uh, then you're, you're going to see symptoms earlier. And so those symptoms basically are fatigue, brain fog, uh, kind of loss of vitality. That's what I hear a lot of patients describe it as they just don't have that drive, um, their resilience to get through the end of the day. They just don't have the steam that they used to have. Those are the things that I'm mostly treating. And you'll hear some men talk about some things like, you know, loss of libido and loss of sexual function. And that is a component of testosterone, but that's generally not what I'm treating it for. So you talk about this idea of it could be happening younger. So I guess then depending upon who who's listening to this right now and maybe mm -hmm. whatever age they are, um, I'm assuming that there are things that you, well, let me ask it this way. Are there things that you would do? Let's say I was listening to this and I'm in my forties versus if I'm listening in my sixties, 
you know, it, or, or whatever, is there a different approach depending upon when I'm kind of thinking about this or talking to someone about this? Yeah, there, there really is. Um, cause there's, there are really th three main ways that I treat this and I'll just focus on men for now. So for, for men, if you were to go to your doctor and say, I'm tired and you kind of list that you just, you put out that whole list that I just said, the likelihood of them testing your testosterone, if they're a traditional physician is actually pretty low um, because they're probably not going to be comfortable treating it. And they're definitely not going to be comfortable treating it the younger that you are. Also, if you do get checked in the traditional setting, they're going to likely say that your testosterone is quote unquote normal. And the reality is, is that the reference range for labs, if you think about what that means, is that uh, it is the two, two standard deviations from the average. And I just said that the average has been slowly declining and these reference ranges change over time. So now the reference range includes really low testosterone, which is quote unquote normal, but terrible. Um, and so you could go potentially to a physician, you could say you have these things. And even if they test you, you could still be told, hey, it's normal. Don't worry about it. So when I see these patients, we say, well, you likely have symptoms of low testosterone, but we still start with things like lifestyle first, because testosterone levels are exquisitely sensitive to um, deficits in sleep, to stress, to poor diet, to, to not exercising. So you change around all those lifestyle things and you may see what is really bad testosterone become really good testosterone. So we really start there. But once you start actually intervening, uh, there's the kind of supplement pathway, which I consider part of the lifestyle pathway because it helps, but not it's not huge. Um, and then there's actually doing something about it from a medication perspective. So there for younger guys, there's uh, you can use off-label drugs like Clomid or Clomiphene, which will uh, increase your testosterone levels kind of naturally, although you're still taking a medication, but it's not replacement. And then there's actual replacement. And then replacement is something that if you do, you should plan on doing kind of indefinitely, uh, because if you ever come off of it, you'll have very low levels of testosterone for a while, uh, but eventually they'll come back up. The question is to how, how much and, and uh, how much will you actually get back? So if we're going to replace it, I do that in older folks and plan on doing that indefinitely. So you mentioned supplements that was kind of leading into my, my question. Cause I, I like, I enjoy working out and I use some supplements here and there and protein is one that I like, uh, typically will take on a daily basis, but I like things to be nice and clean. And, you know, it seems like there's a supplement out there for every little thing that you may be deficient in these days. Right. <laughs> and right, then yeah. some, so, um, uh, what, tell us what it would be in your eyes wrong with kind of self-diagnosing and just going the supplement route. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the answer is probably nothing as long as you have an unlimited budget, um, because you can you can if you look up testosterone supplements, you'll find just uh, hundreds and hundreds or thousands and thousands of different things. Some of them have some evidence behind them, uh, and I'm happy to share those with you. But again, like when you look at the evidence. It's uh, you know, it'll say, well, it is significantly different and it is, you know, statistically significantly different, but again, it's, it depends on your starting point. So let's say our goal is to get you to a thousand of total testosterone. And let's say you're at 850 and you want to bump it up a little bit. If you get 10% improvement from 850. Yeah, that's, that's great. But if your testosterone is 200 and you get a 10% improvement, mm -hmm. you're not any better. Right. right. And so I, it's not, there's nothing wrong with, with trying it. It's just a matter of, you know, how, what are you expecting to get out of it? But again, if you do that with lifestyle changes, um, then yeah, you could really see some, some benefit. So 
you talked about that a little bit and we can come back and forth, but I just kind of want to now just hop over here for a second and talk about what you, you mentioned with the women. So mm -hmm. it, 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 and I, from what I understand, uh, you know, there, the idea of going through menopause can be at a few different age points for women. It's not everybody's mm -hmm. at this age and this is when it happens. So when should a, a, a woman really start thinking about this idea of, of, hormones for themselves i mean are you, are you, is yeah. it something you get ready for prior to menopause or you can is it yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so it's this is a tough one so women are there it's it's more complex because you're dealing with more hormones um and women as they're when they're premenopausal they're they're cycling you know the hormone the progesterone and estrogen estrogen are up and down testosterone is a little bit more consistent when they start entering into menopause this perimenopause time frame it can last for years uh, and so if you're having symptoms of menopause, but you're still having regular cycles, you, you can start having the discussion around what kind of hormones are appropriate because you can kind of layer these things on. And I see that women will become, they'll have symptoms of testosterone deficiency early on, um, or symptoms of progesterone deficiency, but they still have plenty of estrogen. So, you know, you don't want to overload them with all three. And yeah, there is a definitely an art to layering that on. But if, as soon as you start having symptoms, then absolutely have that discussion with somebody who knows what they're doing. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. So tell us a little bit about your process here. So we, you know, someone went to their physician and their physician owned up to it and said, hey, I might not be the best person for this. So um, seek help from, and they happen to land on optimal, optimal human health, right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your process. Someone knows that they've got something that needs to be checked and balanced a little bit. And they come to you and say, you know, uh, do your work up on me. What does that kind of look like? I assume, so when we're building out retirement plans, when we're talking to clients, we talk a lot about, well, we have to know where we are right now to help us know where we want to get to and the, the path in between that. So tell us a little bit about that, your, how you operate there. Yeah, great, great, great analogy. And, and it's so true. You know, you don't, you can't just pick a point in the future and not know where you're starting from and create a plan. Um, and that's where I see a lot of people, a lot of companies, unfortunately, have really uh, developed in this space around hormone optimization because the traditional medical community is not really addressing it. Some OBGYNs will address it, um, and they can talk about some of the challenges there, but primary care typically doesn't. And it's one of those things that people just aren't talking about it. And so when a patient goes home and they, you know, they start Googling these things and they find companies that are making these promises. If you look for the bottom dollar way to replace hormones, they're not going to do any testing at all. Um, and which is scary in my opinion, and, um, probably not a good idea. And so you're right, you have to figure out where you are. And so we kind of have, we have two different avenues in which we can do hormone replacement. I have my hormone replacement only programs, which even so they're still done through an optimization lens. 
So we start out by getting a pretty extensive lab panel. Uh, we look at things, not only the hormones of where you are right now, but then we also look at some, some of the things that can potentially change if you go on hormone replacement. So that includes things like your cholesterol, your cardiac risk factors, inflammatory factors, thyroid, a couple other you know, micronutrient things. It's not our full optimization panel, but it's a kind of a streamlined version of it. And then based on that, then we start replacement after a long discussion of the risks and benefits. Uh, assuming that they want to move forward, then we start replacement and then we continue to test and we figure out, okay, you know, now that you're on it, especially for women, you know, how are you detoxing those hormones? Uh, we have to do more extensive testing for women with the, the detox of, of estrogen and making sure that you're looking at the urine metabolites so that we're actually improving your risk rather than making your risk worse. Uh, for men, it's, it's a blood test, which is a little bit more simple. Uh, but again, we're retesting to make sure that now we have these hormones on board that they're not doing things that we don't want them to do. Um, and that's where I see the programs that don't do any testing or do very little testing. They're, they're very inaccurate. And I see, I get a lot of patients that come from these programs and saying, well, I tried it and I didn't feel better. And then you kind of look at some of their old labs, if they have any, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you didn't see the big picture there. So I, you know, and I, I understand that one of these, the question I'm about to ask can vary from person to person, but could you maybe give us some examples? Cause we're talking about all this. And so maybe I'm listening and I'm going, okay, is it worth it? So to speak. Uh, so could you kind of maybe give us some examples of like, like, and I'm not asking for the best case scenario, but I'm just saying a kind of an yeah. average, if I come to you and let's say I've got those things I'm talking about, I don't have that, that I do run out of steam. I, I don't feel like I've got that, that drive I had before. And I've had all these things. And, and so then I start talking to someone like you and we start talking about the, 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 the idea of hormone replacement or optimization or whatever it might be. Could you kind of lay out maybe some of the expectations of what I could expect? Yeah. Yeah. And again, we'll, we'll go by gender because there, there are some differences there. So for, for men, as I laid out that feeling of um, the change in vitality, that's one of my favorite words for it, because men just feel more energy. They have the stamina to get through the day. They feel like working out, they recover better. Uh, they think more clearly. They're a little bit more competitive, not, you know, like you think roid rage <laughs> going overboard, but just they, they have that competitive nature, which you can think of, you know, even in, in the world of, of finance and retirement, you know, you want to have the, the right amount of competitive edge there in order to not get just rolled over. Um, and so that's what I hear from guys. Now, then I also hear the, you know, the benefits from an improved libido and sexual function. And, but again, that's usually not their main goal for women. It's, it's pretty different. So for women, especially women that are having symptoms of menopause, you know, the hot flashes, um, uh, just the discomfort through the day from that, the changes in body composition, you know, now they're, they're gaining fat around the midsection and they don't feel good in their body. Um, they're very uncomfortable. Uh, some, some women going through this are very uncomfortable. And if you give them their estrogen back, then those symptoms of menopause completely go away. Now, the progesterone, the testosterone is not quite as obvious, but progesterone is wonderful if taken the right way uh, for sleep. And so a lot of women, as they enter into menopause, will have a really hard time sleeping. Giving them an adequate amount of progesterone to help balance the estrogen uh, really helps them with their sleep. It is the best sleep medication on the market. Um, and then the testosterone is really good for maintaining your lean muscle mass. It's great for your skin quality, your texture. Um, and they, they get some of that same, you know, energy vitality, but probably not quite as much as men because uh, the levels are about, you know, 
20th, a, a, a 5% of, of what it is in a man. Um, but everybody gets that kind of bump in libido and, um, and just desire for the day. So how long does this process kind of take to, uh, for them to start seeing, you know, the, everybody wants results right away. And sometimes when you're go on a diet, it doesn't, if you do it properly, you don't get the results right away, right away is yeah. what we're, we're told, you know, you don't want to overdo things and, and for that immediate satisfaction, some of the, and so, so how long does that start? Where do you start to see those benefits? And as I assume a lot of these are things that are going to be, um, you mentioned lifestyle. So lifelong changes that someone is kind of signing up for in all essence, if they want to see progress progressions happen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So to answer the first part of that, it's actually really pretty quick. Um, so in men, I see changes in, in a week to two weeks, you know, I get them that, that first follow-up that we have with them is usually a, a really fun visit, you know, because they're just, they're, they're happy. Things are feeling better. They have energy. They're like, <laughs> dude, this is awesome. Like, thank you so much. You know, they're, they're usually so happy. Um, women are just happy if, if they have symptoms of menopause, they're happy to not have those anymore. Some of the other changes like skin changes and body composition, like obviously that takes time. Um, but adding estrogen back, that's, that's really powerful. Um, something I, I did want to mention too, is, is I tend to not do hormone replacement alone. I look at hormone replacement as kind of a layer in the whole optimization package. So if somebody comes to me and they are, you know, metabolically a mess, they're eating terribly, you know, and let's say they have really bad habits like smoking uh, and drinking excessively, you know, I sometimes won't even treat those patients because you really have to consider this. It's sort of a layer in the, in the whole optimization, you know, triage triangle. Um, and you do have to do the, the foundation stuff first. You also have to, when you're replacing them, also consider other things like micronutrient deficiencies because giving somebody hormones will deplete them of some things pretty predictably. Um, and that's another thing that needs to be considered along the way. Very good. All right. Well, I mean, you know, this is like one of those things we could probably sit around and talk about all afternoon. Um, but uh, I, I uh, could you just walk us through, let's say somebody's listening to this and they and they kind of know that this is a topic that they'd like to have a discussion and let's say with you, how, how would they do that? What's the best way to enter into this conversation with you, Dr. Doug? Yeah, I think just uh, go to our website at optimalhumanhealth.com. And uh, you can see there's uh, under programs, we can kind of talk about the programs of hormone replacement. But ultimately, right now, the lead pathway is just uh, send us a message, a couple of different ways to do it on the website, but send us a message and our team will get you scheduled with me to have a review of what you're interested in. And then we'll either talk about doing the hormone optimization pathway alone or doing an optimization program, which always includes a conversation of hormones, but it's a little more Actually, it's a lot more comprehensive, uh, just depending on what your needs are and what you're looking for. Great. Well, thank you so much. Uh, as always, uh, now we've got two of these uh, big topics that we've been able to discuss, and you make it super easy for us to, to understand it and be able to have a good conversation. So we thank you again for coming on and talking with us. Awesome. Well, thank you. And this is a, a topic that I think really needs to be brought out to the, the public. So I'm happy you guys are willing to do that. Appreciate it. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. 
Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.